And the whole way through the concert, he's acting like he's like in a, you know, a stadium or something when, you know, we're three feet from the edge of the stage and he's doing, how's everybody doing tonight? And we're like, we're good. We're fine. How are you? Throw me a donut. the Williams Brothers Podcast. I'm Gar. I'm Stephen Hayes. <laughs> I'm Neil. I'm Shaler. I started the podcast and then forgot that we started it. <laughs> and I'm editing the podcast this week because I forgot to say my name. I'm like, who's who's next after Gar again? Oh yeah, that's me. Um so we're talking about the 80s, 80s music in particular, or 80s bands, that type of thing. And um, I don't know, what do you want to start with? Favorite 80s video, maybe? Because, you know, it was the MTV era, oh, the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because MTV came around, what? It was 1980, wasn't it? It Basically. was 1981. It was August 1st, 1981. 81. okay. I mean, I think the video for the 80s with the MTV generation is money for nothing, Dire Straits. Steve Perry, O'Sherry, that was phenomenal too. There's so many videos though, and some were, were so stupid that and they didn't make any sense at all, and some were just cool and amazing. Like, um, like later in MTV when um, Michael Jackson did Thriller and it was like a mini movie. Yeah. That was huge. And then, of course, the Def Leppard videos, which just mm-hmm. concert footage of them with their one-armed drummer doing his thing. It was amazing. So, What was the video? Was it um, Take Me On that had the animation? That Yes, that was so super cool. Yeah, yeah. Aha is the name of the group. Yeah, yes. they were great. The one thing I remember about the 80s, too, is that there were a lot. There was MTV, which was like the the main network or whatever, but there were a lot of video shows. Like on TBS, there was one. USA Network had mm-hmm. one. Night Flight or something like that. They all had theirs. And when I went off to college and moved to Greensboro, they had a local UHF station that didn't have a network, I, I suppose, because Fox hadn't come along yet. So it was a local video TV channel. Cool. With a with a VJ that was literally starting the video as they were talking and it was i mean i thought well what this is the this is the big city here i mean they've got their own local tv station that plays videos i thought that was the coolest thing ever. don't worry about bmc or ascap or any of the licensing we'll yeah, just I don't do a know local if they did or not. yeah we'll just do a local video show what's well, basically what mtv did too right didn't they yeah. allegedly they didn't pay any of the royalties or something and yeah, basically, it was just a big promotion tool for record companies, you mm. know. And the great thing about MTV, which I don't think it's not broadcast, it was it was cable, so there's nothing wrong with a a record company paying to have their video on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, there's no law there because wow. it's not broadcast. I wonder if that went on. But you know, it had to. <laughs> Being MTV, you had to have mm-hmm. a cable subscription, you know, to to watch it, right? It wasn't wasn't like broadcast TV. It was a subscription channel that you had to have. So it wasn't like 
You right. can watch Friday night videos. You know, that was broadcast. Oh, that's right on NBC. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was. And I love the VJs, too, which, which when they lost the VJs and they were just playing music, it was sort of like, eh, oh, yeah. Not yeah. the same anymore. But yeah, so that was, that was super cool. And it was just that limited, like, decade of, of time. And then it was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was real world. Which was like, yeah, real world, right? There's nothing real about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what had the staying power was American Top 40, Casey Kasem. That's true. It never changed. Mm-hmm. Never All changed. It was that. there before MTV. It was there after MTV. Yeah. Yeah. And we still, because they'll replay old ones and we'll yeah. be on the road or something. And, yeah. and, you know, if we can tune into one of those, it's just, it's great because it's yeah. all the old music. There's a local radio station here every Saturday morning. They play the American Top 40 with Casey Kasem and it can be from the 70s or 80s or whatever. And it's, it's awesome. And there's one here that plays Rick D's Countdown. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. yeah, Which yeah. That, that started in the 80s, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, after it was sort of like the irreverent version of American Top 40, you know, right. where he was kind of tongue in cheek. Wherever you go, there you are. You know, it was the thing he said yeah, the end, right. instead of the <laughs> reaching for the stars thing that Casey Kasem said. <laughs> but every time I hear, I've listened to it uh, with Neil in the car coming down to Florida. And every time I hear that last part with the music where it's like, ba da 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 da, boo, and it, like, it keeps going and going and going. It just gives me sweaty palms because I used to run that show every Sunday morning because I would get there at two o'clock in the morning, be on the FM side, run across the building to the other side, the AM side where I would run that show. And if I fell asleep or wasn't paying attention or whatever, and then I would hear that, and I would just have to run as fast as I could to get whatever was supposed to run next. And get it ready, and all you know. That every time I hear that, I'm like, "Got PTSD." It is. It totally is. Because Jerry uh, at uh, WSGA, he one time came in. I guess I had left the door unlocked because it was really hard to tell it was locked or unlocked. Yeah. He came in and said, uh, "You left the door unlocked," uh, and and I was like, "Wow!" And he said, "Do you know somebody could come up here and shoot you?" And you know, and then you know, then you'd know what I have to deal with because I'll I'll be cleaning up. All of this, can you imagine cleaning this carpet on the walls that we have in here? All the blood that would be on this He's all heart. Carpet. All heart, that Expensive. Man. Anywho, 80s music. What about that? Um, <laughs> so when you think about an 80s band, and I know we're all slightly different parts of the 80s, when you think about the band in your mind that really says the 80s, what band comes to mind first for you? I would say Genesis. Yeah, Phil Collins, Genesis. Good pick. Mm. I would say U2. Another strong pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking Ario Speedwagon. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. That's good. Yeah. There's just so many. I mean, you know, Def Leppard. Well, you could go the whole hairband route. Cinderella, right. all yeah. those. Sticks. Um, yeah. Guns and Roses, all those. And then Men Without Hats and that whole group. The the Talk Talk and the New Wave uh, yeah. music, which mm-hmm. was a whole. Culture Club. Culture For Club. For a while, Culture Club. You could not get away Boy, from Madonna. that. Remember? Madonna was. Madonna, got yeah. Right? She was the 80s, right? Everyone yeah. dressed like Madonna. Yeah. Yep. That's I, right. I, I didn't dress like Madonna. A lot of good yeah. bands. A lot of good bands. Okay, so, so here's so here's some that you've forgotten about, right? Debbie Gibson. 
Ah, uh, yes. Because she Debbie and Gibson. what was the big controversy? Was it Debbie Gibson and, and her uh, nemesis Tiffany? Um, Tiffany, Tiffany, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they were like the Britney Spears and what's her face? Uh, Christina Aguilera. Chris, yeah, Christina yeah. Aguilera of the '80s, the mall music. Right. Exactly. They would the they would do the the mall concerts and stuff. You right. break dance. And the mall music, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, hip-hop, um, Rapper's Delight. Yeah. That was a little previous to the 80s. But Double Dutch Bus, Double right. Dutch Bus, Herbie Hancock. There was so much good music then. Do you think that exists now, or am I just being an old man? And and even, like, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Stevie Nicks and Don Henley. I mean... The spectrum of different sounding songs and music was like, oh yeah, it was wide. Yeah, but it seems like it was just more fun. It was about you know it was like Cindy Lauper, and yeah. you know those songs were just just fun songs. You know, well that was the eighties. We're all loaded. We all you know everything is good. We have so much money. We don't know what to do with it all. And yeah, or at least that was the the feeling. Not not necessarily in our house, but you know, <laughs> a lot of people's houses <laughs> were doing great. So, what is the music that you didn't get into in the eighties? I didn't like anything that bordered on disco, like Donna Summer. wasn't a big Donna Summer fan. I okay. like her now, but. At the time, I just didn't like that kind of... I don't know what it was about that, but... Whitney Houston. Yeah, maybe Whitney Houston, although she was amazing, but yeah. Yeah. Now, I I appreciate it, but I guess at the time, I really didn't care for it. To me, ACDC and like... Oh, uh, yeah, the really hard stuff. The really hard rock guys, I wasn't as much into, but I really like them now. Right, right. Yeah, like the serious ones, not like Motley Crue or something, but but like ACDC where they were like really hardcore... I didn't like the alternative music. Then I didn't like the alternative music. And so now you'll think of it like B-52s, R.E.M., yeah. Talking Heads, David right. Byrne, Elvis Costello. Howard Jones. Yeah. I love that the stuff. The best, now. yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it then. Did you I, really? I did. I used to stay up late. This was after you went off to college, I guess, because I would be up until 2 or 3 in the morning watching videos. I think it was midnight or 1 a.m. on USA Network. This new wave theater show came on. And it was like they were showing concerts. I don't know where the concerts were happening, but it was like low ceilings. But they didn't care. They're still on a stage. So literally, it's just like enough room for them to stand up. And they're like... Screaming, you've got you know nails through their ears and Ugh. and you know uh, safety pins through their noses and stuff. It was crazy loud music where they're like jumping out onto the the crowd and the crowd had to catch them or they're like banging into each other and stuff. To me, I mean, I didn't it, I didn't necessarily enjoy the music, but the spectacle of it, right? And watching it was like, what is this? This yeah. is it was like punk, I guess, from the UK coming. Over the U.S. and or like Henry Rollins, Henry Rollins band was really big back then. Yeah, I, I wasn't really big Henry Rollins. Well, okay. What was the name of that show you're talking about, Steve? I, was it Twisted Something or I Spinal? It was New Wave I don't Theater. know. It came on after um, what's her name with the raspy voice was on when she was on USA. She had Night Flight. Night oh. Flight's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Night Flight, yeah. which went up to like one o'clock or whatever, and then one o'clock it just went. 
bananas. Mm-hmm. This crazy <laughs> new wave theater. I, I never stayed show. up past night flight. Yeah. I don't think, it's as far yeah, as I made it. I don't think mom and dad knew what I was doing. I was just sitting in the <laughs> den watching TV. <laughs> Concerts. Did you guys see any concerts in the 80s that you remember? I saw Fleetwood Mac at the Lakewood Amphitheater in Atlanta. No way. Oh, my God. did. This was probably Man. 87 or 88. Ooh. It was awesome. It was a great concert. Gosh. Great I've concert. I've never seen Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. No, I'd love to, though. That's one of the, yeah. the few concerts I've, I've been to. I haven't been to many concerts, but that one was, that was great. Neil and I almost saw Stevie Nicks in Chicago. It was his birthday, and I got tickets. I was I was a big shot. I worked at a radio station, so I got tickets to see Stevie Nicks in Chicago. And when I went up to Chicago to see Neil, we hung around and did all kinds of stupid stuff. And and we were talking about going to the concert, and then we realized it, it was like twenty miles outside of Chicago. Oh my gosh! It, it was it was like in the suburbs, you know. And we thought we could just walk to the concert. It's got to be down here yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And um, so we didn't go because mm. it was like forget it. You know, there's mm. no way we're going to pay twenty dollars for a cab <laughs> and, to go see a concert. And uh, it actually turned out to be a good suggestion because the next morning we were listening to. I think it was John Landecker on the loop. And and so the next morning he was reading the reviews of the concert and it was hilarious. He was reading him and, and basically it was when she was, she had the cocaine problem and, and she wasn't very coherent. And so apparently she spun around and around and around and around. <laughs> and that's all she did was spin around. And at some point she spun off the stage. Oh man. And the band oh. did a, like a, drum solo that went for like six minutes or something or 10 minutes. And she came spinning back onto the stage eventually. And they, and they, the newspaper, the reviewer in the newspaper called her quote, the porked out drapery queen. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's that horrible. The reviewer in Chicago. A little harsh. That is horrible. I mean, that's like cold. Oh, but it was a hilarious review. You know, just hearing him and la- hearing him laugh about it. We were so glad we didn't go. But. I saw the Atlanta Rhythm Section. You remember them Ooh, back in the oh, day? Yeah. I yeah. saw them too. Yeah. And then this will take you way back. You got to be in the southeast to know this band, the Dixie Dregs. I barely remember. I don't. Them. Okay. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Before my time, it was a, it was an Almond Brothers type band. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember seeing the Beach Boys. I think that was my first concert when they were, you know, touring forever and ever and they came to Savannah. Saw the Beach Boys. That was a cool concert. Gar, you actually got me free tickets to a concert. You may remember. And you called me one afternoon and said, do you want free tickets to Barry Manilow tonight? (laughs) So (laughs) free tickets sounds good. So went and saw Barry Manilow. So that was pretty fun as a high school student. But I don't think I told anyone that I went to that concert. I've been alive forever. Yes. Yes. Still alive and kicking. And then I saw Huey Lewis and the News was the first concert that Robin and I ever went to in Savannah. So that was cool. Great 80s band. Now, I heard Huey Lewis and the News in concert sounded exactly like the record. I mean, they were on yeah, it, right? Yeah. At the yeah. time, for sure. Yeah. yeah, It seemed like they would be a tight band. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Billy Joel, 
saw Billy Joel years and years later, and he's the same, exactly like every recording you ever heard of. You know, him. we have a guy in our neighborhood that impersonates Billy Joel for a living. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is he busy? He sings Billy Joel songs. You can see him sometimes on Friday nights. He does a live Facebook thing, and he sings Billy Joel songs. He has a studio in his basement and a piano and stuff, and he'll do your requests and stuff. When I was you know, doing my Navy thing, well, I had the opportunity to do the color guard for this group of retired Navy guys who, you know, all been on a ship together. So they had a big reunion. And as their entertainment, they had the world's fourth greatest Neil Diamond impersonator. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was so proud of the fact that he was the fourth greatest fourth. Neil Diamond impersonator. I'm number four. <laughs> It was hysterical. It was good, but it was really funny. That is funny. Da, da, da. <laughs> I saw Rat in concert. R-A-T-T. Yep. Yeah. Rat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Round and Round, I think, was their yes, big song. Yes, exactly. I remember and that. guess who opened for him? You'll never guess who opened for Rat. Barry Manilow. Nope. Gar, you want to give it a guess? Opening uh, for Rat? I'm, I'm out. Nope. What is it? Bon Jovi. <laughs> no wow. way. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Man, it was yeah. when they had, I think, Runaway or something. They, they only oh. had like one song at the time, and they were amazing. Mm. Talk about somebody that had like a really tight band and tight like acapella vocals and stuff, the harmonies and stuff. Really good. And then Rat came out and basically spat beer on the front row that was their you know if you take your top off we'll spit beer on you mm. you know that's <laughs> that's good stuff I, I watched the clock at the greensboro coliseum the whole way through i was just looking across at the clock <laughs> thinking soon i can go home you know and i had a chance to meet bon jovi our music director came up and said hey want to go back and meet this bon jovi band and <laughs> yeah. i'm like nah not really because <laughs> i I was thinking, well, I'm not going to get to know him or anything. What am I going to do? Just stand there and take a picture? And I don't know. What's the point? I should have I should have gone back, I guess. He turned out to be a big deal. They did okay. He did okay. <laughs> yeah. Later yeah. in life, we went to go see Paul McCartney. Oh, good. Wow. Here in Orlando and, and uh, took the kids. And my son was a huge Beatles fan. And so he, um, he had dressed up as one of the um, Sergeant Peppers guys, mm -hmm. right? So we get there, we're up in the nosebleed section, and, and there's this guy standing next to the escalator. And he looks at us and he says, are you guys Paul McCartney fans? And we <laughs> said, yeah, we love Paul McCartney. And he had a badge and everything. And he said, I have better seats for you. Wow. He took oh. us he took us all the way back down to the floor, walked us up to the second row. Wow. And that's where we watched the concert from. So Man. Paul McCartney was right there. It was amazing. That is cool. Yeah. I saw Loverboy from the front row at the Spartanburg Fair in South Carolina. They were like a stadium band. They were a pretty big deal mm -hmm. back in the 80s. So Mike Reno comes out and he's automatically, you notice he's gained a little weight. And you're like, oh yeah, the, the years have not been kind to, to Mike Reno. <laughs> but then the first thing he did when he walked on stage was, for some reason, there was a, a big box of Krispy Kreme donuts oh, no. over on the side. <laughs> and he picks one up and starts eating it as he walks out like that was cool or something. But it just underscored the fact that he had gained a lot of weight. Wow. And, and so, and the whole way through the concert, 
He's acting like he's like in a, you know, a stadium or something when, you know, we're three feet from the edge of the stage and he's doing, how's everybody doing tonight? And we're like, we're good. We're fine. How are you? Throw me a donut. Brothers podcast is made possible by a grant from the Sons Group. Do something good every chance you get. And by the Williams Foundation. The theme song is Five Card Shuffle by Kevin McLeod. Flight of the Concords, that show. I know you watched it. I know you loved yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Oh, there's something I was going to say about Flight of the Concords. It was so funny, and now I can't remember what it was. Let's talk about let's talk about the Alzheimer's Association about I know, that. exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Please give today. <laughs> well, that's our show for this time. Another one Man, in the can, as what they a, say. What a podcast it was. Huh? That's right. I'm it was. What about that Flight of the Concord story? That was that, great. Well, that's got to make it in now. So. I still have no yeah. idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Next week. Got a great point to make Next week, about we're it. talking about Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. We're yeah. going to best episodes and worst episodes of Flight of the Concords. We're going to play all their songs. I still can't believe when I pull up spotify and there we are I'm, yeah gosh, so, somebody made a huge mistake yeah. <laughs> it scares me i go to apple podcast now like i open the podcast app and there we are the first one is us mm-hmm. i mean somebody's gonna hear this it's they they might hear it but there are four million two hundred thousand something podcasts out there so we so have the, a chance the likelihood of anybody <laughs> yeah so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> 